trouble finishing home improvement jobs? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's so much easier to start them than to get every last detail finished, right? Last year, in the summer, end of spring actually, we began a refurbishing of our basement. And we got a lot of it done. But there were just a few things uh, left unfinished. And so we waited for Noah to get back from college for his winter break. And he helped us. He loves those kinds of things. And uh, he helped us put some of those final finishing touches together. On Friday, we worked on, he said, Dad, we got to finish that, that column. There's a column in the basement. And we were going to put brick face around it. And because it wasn't very wide, the column, it required a lot of cuts. Brick had to be cut in half, most of them, and then on a 45 degrees so you could wrap it around the post. So we got out the tile saw, and we got garage cleared out, because that was going to be our workspace. It's a real messy kind of a job. And we got to work, bundled up because it was cold in the garage, had the gloves on, and the tile saw, the blade runs through water. The blade runs through and that keeps the blade nice and cool so it can cut through the stone. And so I'm there at the tile saw, and I'm pushing, and I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling with cutting these bricks, and I'm thinking, oh, this was a heck of a lot easier last summer when we were doing this. But for some reason, maybe it's just because I'm tired and cold and wet. Yeah, wet, because when you use a tile saw, the blade goes like this through the water, and it comes all like this in your face. It's horrible. It really is. But it was cutting through the brick, and we got, we got some done, and, and, and I was just thinking, gee, why does all of my life have to be a sermon illustration? <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Life can be really hard. I'm trying to cut these tile, and, and it's just not going very easy. It should be easier than this, right? Isn't that the way life is, though? Life should be easier than sometimes it is. And whether we're talking about just being so busy, pulled in so many different directions that we just have a hard time catching our breath or, or, or focusing on any one thing, or we're struggling with things. The hard parts of life, those parts of life that are hard as stone, when we have to deal with health issues or issues of health of our family, Maybe we find ourselves struggling in our relationships with each other, with a coworker. Maybe the job scene is a real hard one to navigate these days. Maybe we find ourselves in a place where it just doesn't seem like anything is going our way. And then when all that happens, when life hits those hard moments, there's a spiritual component as well. It can feel as though maybe... God is not as near as we remember God being. It can feel like God is, is, is distant or we wonder, God, I go to church. I, I say my prayers. Why is life so hard? We can feel like the waters of our baptism are murky and filled with silt. Instead of clear and clean, they are like the pan of water that the blade runs through, murky, 
hard to see through. In all of the Gospels, the story of Jesus' baptism is told. The fact that Jesus is baptized was, was important to the early church because baptism stood at the heart of the community, still stands at the heart of our community as Christians. It's what brings us together. It's what connects us with one another. It's what joins our lives to God's. The waters of baptism are filled with hope and with promise. And so when all the Gospels are being written, that story of Jesus' baptism is one that's told. And each tell it in a slightly different way. Today we have Luke's version of that story. Now elsewhere in Luke's Gospel, he's a storyteller. So he's filled with lots of details, lots of dialogue, lots of character development. When he gets to Jesus' baptism today, the story's pretty simple. Jesus and a crowd of other people went and were baptized. But Luke does make an important point that is missing in all the other Gospels. As Jesus is baptized, he is praying. And after coming up out of the water and praying, the heavens are opened and he hears a voice. He hears a voice, the voice of God saying, You are my beloved. With you I am well pleased. In that voice, in the context of prayer, Jesus hears, hears about the love and the relationship that he has with God the Father. That relationship is going to be real important throughout Jesus' ministry. And in fact, in Luke's story, before every major event in the gospel, before everything happens, Jesus goes off and prays. Jesus reconnects with God and that relationship in prayer. And in through that prayer, there is strength. There is focus. There is direction. It allows Jesus to go through those hard points and moments. Friday, late in the day, as I kept struggling with this tile saw, Noah said, Dad, maybe the blade is dull. <laughs> nah! Can't be that. I remember it being cutting a lot easier in the springtime. Yeah, but we're not out here in the cold, wet and miserable. Well, he was right. <laughs> The next day, we went to our favorite home improvement store where we saved big money and 11%. I can't do a commercial. I tell you otherwise where we went. Um, and I bought a new tile saw. And guess what? It worked like a charm. We put it on and zip, zip, zip. That new blade went through the water and, and it just cut like, like a charm. And half the time, we cut double the amount of tiles. You need that sharp edge in order to, to get the job done. Back to prayer. Prayer allows Jesus to cut through the hard points in his ministry. Prayer is an important part of our life of faith. And in the next three weeks, this week, next week, and on annual meeting Sunday, we will talk about prayer. 
prayer. Today, we're going to look at it in the context of baptism. Next week, we're going to look about praying for others, praying for those in our midst who struggle. And then we're going to look at, as a church, on our annual meeting Sunday, how important it is that we continue to pray, and not just on Sundays, but each day of the week, how we pray for God's mission and ministry and this community we share together. Back to the baptism. In our baptism, we have been placed in a relationship with God. We've been connected with that life of Jesus. And because we have been connected with that life of Jesus, we have hope. Our lives go through the waters of baptism. And when they go through those waters, they are filled with promise and strength from God. Prayer does not connect us to God, but prayer reminds us of the connection. Prayer reminds us that we are God's beloved children, that our lives matter, and that we are loved. And because God loves us, because God's grace and forgiveness, we are able to go through the hard points in life. We are able to go through the struggles. We are able to be present ourselves and for others because of God's grace, because of our lives and baptism, we have been blessed. So, are you used to praying? I hope so. If not, you can always start. Don't worry about so much the words and getting all of it right. At the start of the day, take a moment, take a deep breath, give thanks to God for the day, and remember that you are loved. Allow prayer to be, instead of a, a wish list of all the things that you hope would be corrected in the world, allow prayer to simply be a reminder for you. Lean into your baptized relationship with God. Lean into that love and that grace of God for you. Allow prayer to be a part of your morning routine. When you brush your teeth, take a moment then. Stop. Give thanks to God. Remind yourselves that you are beloved. And then, connected to God, let us face each day, no matter what we face, because that love of God in Christ is not going anywhere. That love of God in Christ is what gives us and our lives the strength and the hope that we so desperately need. May God bless each of you this week. Amen.